0: Welcome to the Simply Youth Podcast, where the U in Youth stands for you. Join us in chatting with some of the most successful Lebanese figures. Follow in their footsteps to write your own story. Tune in on the Simply Youth Podcast every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more platforms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Simply Youth Podcast. This is episode two, and today we have a very special guest with us. She has a Bachelor in Finance from Concordia University in Canada, and she's been listed in Forbes 30 under 30 MENA region for entrepreneurship. She's one of the top entrepreneurs in the region, being a CEO of her own company called Sinkers. Dr. Audrey, can you please give us a brief introduction about yourself, your work, and Sinkers?
1: Thank you, Lilia, for the introduction, and thanks, Hadi, for inviting me. Um so as uh, not sure if all you all know sinkers it's a Lebanese startup that started in Lebanon at the American University of Beirut sinkers is a mobile application that connects learners to highly qualified private teachers. Our aim was to help the youth and empower them because you have so many brilliant, Uh, university students who want to give back want to make some extra money and help their parents hence we empowered them and created thousands of job opportunities since 2017 we're proud to say that despite you know uh, the event of COVID-19 this year we were able to serve 10,000 students across the Arab countries and we were offered a wide variety of courses and we did a partnership with Harvard SAS uh, in order to support all high school students in the Arab countries. What
0: made you first realize that such an important initiative is mainly important here in
1: Lebanon? The first thing that I thought of I did as you've mentioned in the introduction I studied in Canada I decided to leave everything behind me despite the fact that I had a stable job and worked as a full-time employee in one of the top insurance company. I had this hunch or this feeling that You know, Lebanon needs me uh, and, and we have something that is very powerful resilience in this country. And most importantly, we have talent. And I feel that, you know, since, Lebanon is quite version as a market in terms of, you know, technology, edtech, as you know, edtech, it's something new. And I know that we have the talent. I wanted to come back, build a startup in this country in order to serve the region. And I'm proud to say that now lots of, you know, Lebanese teachers and university students are tutoring people from all the Arab countries and even people in, in Europe. And this is great. And this is what we need for Lebanon. And I believe in our Lebanese talent. This is why I came back. So as you said, you studied in Canada. So do you feel that um,
0: an undergraduate education abroad helped you in terms of more opportunities or resources? And um, how did your finance major help you start Sinkris?
1: That's a great question. I don't think that uh, I'm sure or definitely living abroad helped me a lot. But I won't say if I if I studied here at, you know, in Lebanon, I wouldn't have gained like or learned a lot because as you know, the education system is great. We have one of the top universities in the region, the American University of Beirut. And by the way, I did my first year of undergrad there before transferring to Canada. So I would say it's a great we have great universities in this country and great education. However, something that I learned personally that I wouldn't have learned in Lebanon, and this is what i believe shaped me is becoming independent at 18 when you realize everyone around you uh, in in foreign countries and other countries that they don't rely that much on their parents they on the country are independent they make their own money they pay their tuition fees alone and they live alone. So I I discovered at 18 how to pay my bills, how to pay my dues, how to pay for my education, how to work while studying at the same time. I know lots of Lebanese students are doing it, but there it's everyone. It's not a part of the population because it shapes you. And as I've learned in my career, experience is more important than education. It's weird that I say this, despite the fact that you know, we're building an edtech company. And that's one of our vision is to change the education system because theory alone is not enough. You need an experience. And I believed from abroad, this is what I got. And it shaped me. And now finance alone uh, to answer it's a it was a great major. I was interested in finance. As you know, orientation around the world and more specifically in Lebanon lacks sort of, uh, we, we lack orientation. I didn't know what to choose as a major it's just because I was good in math and scientific subject by default, I decided to, you know, pursue a, a career in finance. Hence I, I pursued an undergrad in, in finance. And after that, I joined, uh, you know, one of the biggest insurance company, worked for even a hedge fund. And because I was part in Canada of a leadership position at Sunlight Financial, where I got the chance to, you know, change every year in, have a different role in a different department. Hence, directly after that, I knew I wanted to make a difference. Being an employee, I felt I was limited. My sister came to me, told me, you know what? We have a problem in the education system. One, we need tutor to start with. Why do we need tutor? And second, if I need this extra help, where can I get it? How can I ensure that I'm getting Qualified teacher at an affordable rate, and I realized back then that you know the Uber, the uh, the Karim or even uh, Karim who didn't exist existed back then or Airbnb, they started you know these marketplaces in several industry and education was still on top, and this is where I said you know what I want to make a huge impact in the education space, more specifically in the Mina region, starting in Lebanon. We know from experience that uh,
0: many students think that having a tutor makes them inferior, but that's not the case. So
1: um, what would you tell these students? It's definitely not the case as you mentioned it. If you need help, ask for help. Because today we all have weaknesses, or let me put it this way, area of improvement. We all need to improve and and I, for example, uh, personally believe that even as an employee or as an entrepreneur we all have weaknesses and we need to work on it. So there, it doesn't mean that if you hire a tutor or a mentor that you're, you're weak. On the contrary, if you need it and you don't hire, I feel this is where you're behi- you fall behind. And this is where it becomes more difficult to keep up, you know, with your normal life. Hence, I think, you know, education is key for your future. And if you have a weakness, it's fine. Because everyone else has a, type, a different type of weakness. So whenever you need it, hire a tutor, and I feel it's not because like, I launched Thinkers that I'm bragging about it. But what I love about peer-to-peer tutoring, and I feel this picked up a lot recently, is the fact that we're hiring on thing, a mentor more than only a tutor the commercial term of someone helping you. It's someone helping you at all levels. One, uh, falling in love again with, for example, the subject. Second, helping you assessing your weakness and, you know, uh, uh, helping you throughout your academic journey. And as well, mentoring you because someone close to your age will also not talk to you about physics, but will talk to you about how physics can help you during your life and how it will lead to a career, for example, in uh, physics or mechanical engineering, for instance. And we saw this. And most of our clients' parents, they thank us for this because they didn't believe in the power of peer-to-peer and it's not only helping on the academic level but helping on a personal emotional and a professional level
2: so now I want to touch some on the business aspect of thinkers so I have a two-part question first of all how did you manage to secure funding or investment to part thinkers and did you feel like any disadvantage being a female entrepreneur in a market sometimes mainly controlled by men.
1: So to answer your first question, funding was an important part in order to start a venture. And that's why I guess I was lucky to discover that we had accelerator programs Lebanon such a speed in my case speed at BDD uh, I applied to the accelerator program for two reasons one to get funding to start with and second uh, to also be able to get mentorship because it was my first venue my first startup so I didn't know from where to start I had a pen and a paper I had great ideas I had a vision but I didn't know Uh, from where I could start that's one and I we got the money now the money is essential to start a venture and it helped us a lot to come up with one uh, a prototype and to be able to execute the prototype and see if there is a demand in the market before we invest heavily in a full-fledged product like it is today so uh, the initial money that we got from the accelerator program was essential to hire Uh, One extra person as you know because uh, as I my, my background is business and I'm building a tech. I was building a tech company So I needed the money and second I use this money for to test if this product is needed and to start with a small marketing campaign more specifically at AUB so with this money we're able to get this prototype and once we start acquiring you know more clients and become you know sort of needed in the market this is where we attracted angel investors and venture capitalists to invest more into sinkers, to develop the product get the brand recognition and expand in the new markets that's uh, for this first question the second question in term of uh, in terms of if if the fact of being a woman helped me uh, to be quite honest, it helped me in a way, uh, definitely, and I am not gonna lie to you, I took advantage of it. It's great to take advantage of anything, uh, if you could, if you can, especially being a young entrepreneur helped me. So I applied to the Femme Francophone Entrepreneur, which is uh, you know, a prize related to women in entrepreneurship, and I won from this uh, $5,000 grant, I remember at that time. And uh, every time there is a competition about women, I used to apply, and this gave me a great push, uh, one from a PR standpoint, and second from a funding standpoint, I got mainly a grant. So a grant means, you know, money without equity in return, or, or it's not even a convertible note in return. So we took advantage of this money also to invest back in the business and grow the business. So definitely the fact of being a woman helped me uh, grow the business especially in the MENA region.
2: Did you personally uh, benefit from the BDL Circular 331? So for those who don't know, it was basically our central bank injected about $400 million for the Lebanese enterprise market. So did you personally benefit from that?
1: Definitely. So uh, just to give sort of an overview to everyone, uh, despite everything that we're hearing in Lebanon, there were a few things that were positive and that helped uh, this businesses such and entrepreneurs. It's a Circular 331 where the government gives to venture capitalist funds in order to invest in the small businesses and entrepreneurs. Speed at BDD got the funding, which is the accelerator I applied to and was part of, got the funding from Circular 331 that we benefited from. That's the first step. Once we, uh, you know, use that fund to actually prove that our concept is working. Right after that, we raised another round, I would say a pre-series A from a venture capitalist called Phoenician Fund that also got the funding from Circular 331. So I would say the Circular 331 uh, had a great impact on our startup ecosystem, because uh, there was, at that time, fund available to fund the growth of startup. And I find this is very important. And it gave us a push, you know, a big push because it was a base. And now while using, we use this money to show growth. And now we're able to raise funds from international venture capitalists. So definitely uh, circular 331 was a great hit at least for us. And I know for other uh, entrepreneurs in my surrounding and if I'm not mistaken, as well, helped a lot uh, the space where we are in Beirut Digital District. Uh, and this was important to build a community and to be surrounded by like-minded people.
2: So, Thickers has always emphasized on the idea that education should be for everyone. It's not a privilege, it's a right. So, do you offer any services to help financially disadvantaged students or maybe refugees?
1: Yes, definitely. And uh, we worked on so many projects other than the project, uh, if you go on our Instagram page or Facebook, book it's called I won't stop learning so we offered free education for all uh, this is a way you know to, for us to give back especially during this tough year where we offered free math courses for all high school students free counseling uh, free SAT courses uh, and free English as a second language courses
2: so let's find you have like, any piece of advice for future Lebanese entrepreneurs especially now this year we have a very very unstable Market and most entrepreneurs want to leave Lebanon and not start their business here. So do you have any faith in the Lebanese market? And do you recommend that any Lebanese entrepreneur should invest money here?
1: I would say with every challenge, there is definitely in, you know, in every crisis it's known, there is an opportunity. Uh, it's, it's an opportunity for now you have access to talent. And we know that we have talented people in this market and having talented people at also in a more or less affordable rate today uh, gives an incentive even to people outside of Lebanon to have a back office or an office of brilliant people, tech people in this country. Uh, so, I would say, and this is what I'm doing actually, uh, this we're serving other markets, and our aim is how we can make use of this brilliant talent to serve the region. And we have uh, you know human resources uh, available in this market uh, that I'm proud of and, and the, the, you know, that could serve the region. I, I advise every entrepreneur to keep a ground or to keep a solid ground in this country but definitely to diversify the risk by, you know, entering new markets. But because, you know, we're so talented, we speak so many languages, we can, and especially, you know, what helps us today, if technology wasn't there, I would tell you it's very difficult. But now that technology is here and after COVID-19, this is the biggest proof that you can work from everywhere around the world, so you could be in Lebanon next to your parents. You could, you know, promote your economy while serving people from in other markets like that. You would receive funds, funds from the outside, and invest back in the country. Uh, our country needs us. Our country needs the youth more specifically. And I advise every single person that has a dream. And I saw the number of young people that are still standing on their feet and fighting for this uh, country. And I'm really looking, they gave me the strengths. And just to tell you, Hadi and Lilia, we're back to the office. We're back to the office we're working because we know we're on a mission and we want to make it happen.
0: And COVID-19 is a pandemic that obviously changed the world and had a major impact on all companies. So, would you say that um, the COVID-19 pandemic gave you an opportunity to expand thinkers and
1: different aspects? I would say in education, COVID-19 started shaping the education space. As you know, it was a sudden change going from offline completely where all the schools uh, everything around us was offline when it comes to education uh, even our online uh, our our tutoring session were all offline and no one back then when we created Sinker's online learning platform no one believed in it and no one no one wanted to believe in online education and now you see a huge shift even us we we witnessed this change where 100% of our offline sessions are now happening online, all of them. And this was a great opportunity for EdTech companies, definitely. And it's a a great way, you know, it gave us the opportunity to open seven new markets from Lebanon. And this is another example on how you can still stay in this country and serve other markets.
2: Now I have like a final question, a final two-part question, sorry. So first of all, did you feel any hesitation by like Lebanese parents to Ask for a tutor online because I feel like a lot of parents are not that comfortable using online apps like Uber and like Paying so using their credit cards sometimes. That's the first part. The second part is where do you see thinkers in the next ten years?
1: well i agree with you uh we have this sort of resistant uh resistance we don't want to change things we're used to offline we're afraid from the credit card etc but something also that played a big role it's cash in our country wasn't that available so we saw also weirdly enough a shift in everyone wanting to put their credit card because they didn't have cash and, and, you know, the limited cash that they have, they wanted to keep it at home to pay other things. So we saw not only a shift from offline to online as a session, but also more people entering their credit cards to use their funds directly from the banks instead of cash. And we saw, we, we've noticed that this time they had they didn't have a choice. They were at home, they needed someone, and we proved them wrong, showing that one on one could be as effective online as face to face. When they saw this, and because they didn't have the choice, they tried one session, and when they saw that it was as effective, they continued. And we see that, you know, uh, we see this trend happening till now, despite the fact that I would say, you know, uh, the country opened. Uh, opened up a little bit, they still are okay with the, with the you know, online sessions. Now, I would say, where is this, the challenge mainly? It, the challenge is for the, youth, uh, the younger students who are still in grade 1 to 6, it's very hard for them to focus. And having an online classroom, it's very difficult. But the online, if you have trained teachers that are good at, at engaging their students, we proved that the academic performance could still be it could be enhanced if you have online personalized learning uh, that's for for the first question the second question you see thinkers honestly shaping the education system by uh you know re, by shaping by providing a personalized learning experience to every learner And we would like to conquer and become the largest marketplace for online education in the MENA region.
0: Thank you so much for your talk, Audrey. It was so interesting and so inspiring. And I'm sure that just like me and Hadi, so many youth look up to successful Lebanese figures as yourself who have made an impact on the world and are being the change that they want to see. And we are so happy to have had you today. Sinkers is a brilliant company with an even more brilliant message and goal. We loved having you today. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Hadi and Lilia. It was a great pleasure. And I really hope that, you know, this message, what you're doing is great. And our country and especially the youth of our
2: country need this and need this message of hope.